Have you been scrolling through many, many, many film podcasts thinking there's far too many of these? Or have you been thinking there's something missing? There's something we're not quite getting. A waffler from Northern England reviewing films, for example. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. No politics, no pandering, no point. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, guys, we're, I hope we're up. Um, smooth start there. Uh, welcome to uh, oh, Review It Yourself. But I'm not reviewing it myself, am I? Who am I reviewing it with? Introduce yourself to the... Uh, well, they'll probably know you more than me. Well, I so hope just, yeah. probably not. Probably not. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me on, Sean. It's, uh, it's my name's Ryan, Ryan Walker. I am the host of the Walk the Line podcast, and uh, I am uh, being kindly invited on to, uh, to to review an awesome film. Kindly, kindly invited. It's a very nice way of putting it. Begged to, to come on in. Please help <laughs> me organise it. I can't turn it on. But uh, no, just to kick off, though, I did have a... I started watching Die Hard earlier today because it's my day off. And uh, my niece was here and she was like, I want to watch some kind of cartoons on your phone. So, all right, come on then. And I had a really bad night's sleep, so I needed a kip. So I fell asleep. Well, and then I was watching Die Hard, so I had to turn that off. And I thought, I'm going to have to start watching it because the time was getting on. And I thought, there's a good half an hour left. So I've ha- I was having to watch Die Hard while she faced the other way, watching it on her phone. And every time there was a swear word, I was going like... <laughs> Like making noises to try and come up with swear words. There's a proper. So you're doing like the 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 bleep noise. It's like the human version of the bleep button. Yeah, I was I was kind of, but it really. The, the, I wouldn't say there's unnecessary swearing in the first I had, but there's certainly a lot of it. And it was trying to think when was the last time I watched this? Does somebody swear really badly? But luckily, it's it was not. Is it? It's not. It's um. Is it a fifteen? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't have any boxes left. I think. I'm not I sure you know. remember that. I think it's a no, 15, It must be an know. 18, mate. Sure. Oh, mind you, it might have been downgraded. But when he's fighting the uh, the big German fella, whatever his name is, um, it, yeah. towards the end, he's like saying he's going to kill him and I'm going to cut yeah, him. That's, a bit, that's him. a bit brutal, yeah. And like that bit's like, ooh. Like, but I, to be fair, I bought um, an unrated version of, uh, well, I like the American title, Live Free or Die Hard, or Die Hard 4.0 as it was over here. Yeah. Um, and that I, I bought like an unrated version and that was brilliant because it, it felt more like a Die Hard film because there was, uh, to be fair though, at least that felt like a Die Hard film, the fifth one. Which, oh my, would you hear me talk about that in the interview I've just done? Uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, no, I've just recorded it earlier today and it's just gone. I never watched the fifth one. That's that's that the one with Jay Courtney. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> seriously, no, seriously, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding you. Like, do you know when you watch a film or someone says to you, oh mate, that film's terrible? Like, literally, don't waste. Don't waste 90 minutes of your life watching it. And you go, all right, yeah. And then that part of your brain goes, yeah, how bad could it be? Trust me. No, we've only met once on Skype before. Or Zoom, whatever it is. Oh, dear God, mate. Honestly, don't don't watch it. Don't <laughs> do it. Like, literally, go and sit in the bath and read a book or uh, massage your girlfriend's feet. It, mate, like, literally, that will be a better use of your time. And you'll get some brownie points out of it than watching. Mate, it's, it's awful. Like, it makes no sense. Like, the drive from, like, Moscow to Chernobyl in, like, three hours. And yeah, it's like about I don't know how many it's hours away. It's, diff- it's it's like it's like I don't know. It's like somebody from London getting to you know Dublin by driving there an hour. It's like that does not make any sense Crazy, in any way, it? shape, or form. Well, at least it's so not. It's, it's, at least it's, at least the first one is always been my favorite. I like the first one. 
I still like the first three, but the first one's good. You know, it's um, it made me laugh when I watched the first one. I did a little bit of digging on this, and it, it's it, what I like about the first one because it was it was like a normal guy. It's literally like a normal guy. Bruce Willis, obviously, all John McClane. He plays like a normal guy, and it was a great time because back in the eighties, it was all full of like like Schwarzenegger and Rambo. Oh, it was and, Commando and Rambo, yeah. And that, and then you had Van Damme and all that. So it was all like these big muscly guys basically being invulnerable to anything going up against like armies but then you had this normal cop and he, he could see him he gets messed up in this film as well oh, he, gets, yeah. he gets messed up in it and it's yeah. it's a bit different and I didn't know this as well I did a little bit of trivia I did my homework on this you know good lad this was actually because Bruce Willis was actually um, he was like a comedy actor before Die Hard wasn't he in this yeah the- he was in was he in I think he was in a film called oh it's gone out of my head I had written down earlier he was in a film before this that was a complete flop yeah, and he was in a and TV then, series as well, wasn't he? So Family Ties or something. He was in something, something like that. Something like that. And, and uh, he was like a proper unknown. Yeah, and the, the studio basically made a massive, used a, did a massive punt on him and took a massive gamble. And uh, he did all right. I don't think he yeah. did too bad at the film, did he? No, and then this, stum- no, not at all, but and then they stumbled across uh, uh, an unknown, well, a pretty unknown English, well, like kind of theatre actor called yeah. Alan Rickman. And the rest was 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 history, I think. But although, to be fair, with with a film like this, I think the strength doesn't just lie in the main characters; it lies in the characters around. So, like the Spartacus, yeah. so you've got you've got an unbelievable performance by Bonnie Bedelia. You've got um, I can never remember his name. You've got the guy who plays uh, Thornburg, the the sleazy reporter guy. You've got oh yes, uh, I've forgotten his name, but the one who plays Reginald. Uh, no, is his name Reginald Feld Johnson or something like that? Who plays Officer Powell, Sergeant Powell? Yes, um, there's some there's some cracking uh, performances in this. It's great actors from the, the the early early in their career, and they've obviously branched out in the other things, you know. And it's um, they've done. I think most of them who are the main people in there have done other things after this, and um, pretty well known roles as well, which is great. I mean, I love the film. I think it's the best Christmas film ever. Yeah, oh, I'll, see, that's not the biggest thing. I know we're talking about this before, but for me, because. Because literally, I've, I, you know, I, I know since we, we took a punt on this, and I said, oh, we'll do Die Hard. And then afterwards, I thought, how unoriginal is that? And I'm not being funny. Ever since I said it, I've seen at least three or four podcasts go up with, we're going to do Die Hard. And I'm like, oh, oh no way. Sons of just loads, There's loads. Just, they've just shot them in like, yeah, yeah, we'll do this. And what is it with like really successful people? Throwing, I put a thing on it saying like, where's where's the other podcasters? Like three Loyal viewers, like what, what all these people going, it's been a good year. And I'm like, good for you. No, I did. Fair play. People that, you know, you've got to, you've got to put the time and the effort in. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, this film. I have a real soft spot for the second one though. And I, I really don't know why. Like, I know, I think it's I think it's um it gets a lot of flack that I don't think it deserves, but it does pale in comparison with with the first one, because you're never going to yeah. kind of recapture that magic, are you? No, the thing is, the first one, the the the, the kind of, I think they kind of played it a little bit safe with the first one, to be honest. You know, it's just like that kind of one guy. But I think the second one, they obviously knew that they're on a, a bit of a, a money maker here, so they kind of put a bigger budget behind it. You yeah. know, and they chuck some chuck some money down, and obviously had it at the airport, so it's going to be like the big explosion with the plane at the end, which is one of the best endings of an action film ever. Yeah, it is. And it's just like, oh, that's. But even though they're saying that, even the, in the first one, it's the best ending of an action film ever. It's like, oh, I'm torn between both. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. You know, I, I do think the second one. Oh, I don't know. 
because it's just because the thing know. is on the second on the first one, sorry, which I didn't realize as well as the again doing my homework because I'm uh, a bit of a hero like that. That when obviously you'll see Hans Gruber getting launched out the Nakatomi Tower. Spoiler alert, guys, he does die. If you've not seen it by now, what the hell are you watching this for? Listen to this episode. Go and st- click off now and go and list- watch the film. His when he goes in slow motion when he falls off, they actually didn't tell him what they were going to do. So his reaction, uh, Alan Rickman's reaction, is actually genuine. It's actually yeah. him falling. Because apparently he's, he wasn't. He's not good with how he wasn't. Bless him. Um, he wasn't good with heights. And apparently they said to him, well, we're going to go in, we'll go in three, Alan, we'll go, you know, we'll go one, two, three, we'll drop you on three. Yeah. And apparently they dropped him on two. So that's <laughs> why you get that kind of shock. But this is nothing like that bit where he falls. I think this was one of those films that's really on the cusp of virtually no CGI. And when they do put mm. CGI in, I think the only part where there's any kind of effects that aren't practical, like the helicopter bit, that's all models, you can see it. Yeah. The only time there's any kind of practical uh, CGI effect is the bit where the explosion happens and they put like flash over the top of it, which is a little bit like, but then straight after that, they have, uh, they have like smoke. That's what they do. Um, but, but that, that here's the trivia that the Nakatomi Plaza was Fox, uh, not Nakatomi tower was, was Fox Plaza. So it was 20th century Fox's main office building oh, that really? they were building at the time and they needed money to finish it. And they were going, where can we get an office block in like downtown Los Angeles where we can shoot guns, we can blow bits of it up. We can film this, that and the other. And they were like, well, why don't we use our own building? And apparently it was still getting finished. So those flaws Perfect. in the construction are apparently, I mean, I don't know if they put some up, but that's all like all real. And because it was theirs, they said, because uh, apparently they had like one lawyer on a floor below them. They had to keep apologizing to him because they're like, Gut machine guns are going off. This guy's trying to do his job. And he's just, and just, you know, yeah, he's just sat there, get his paperwork done, got an expensive like kind of, Court date tomorrow, and all of a sudden, Bruce Willis is plowing through yeah, yeah. his back back wall. Give me two yeah. seconds, fella. I'll you just hear the uh, welcome to the party, pal. It's just a window smash. He's like, What the hell's going on? Up there? <laughs> the guy, the guy actually falls, falls down past, past the window. Yeah, <laughs> like, What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Is this real life? Am I, am and I, you know, there's some, yeah, you think you were mad, wouldn't you? It just didn't matter. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, I did write down that there was like, um, because I, I tend to make notes anyway, but it's the bit that, um, the bit that got me was that there's some, see, na- nowadays it would probably be considered kind of problematic, if you will. Uh, not that we're going to get into that territory quickly, but just the fact that um, there's some, like there's there's a great like battle of the sexes, if you will, between John and his wife. Like you can see mm-hmm. there's the dynamic of she's got this good job, great career. She's gone to LA, which is like, I mean, for us, it'd be like the other side of the world, wouldn't it? America. I mean, it's, what is it? How many hours away on a, on a plane? It's, it's way away, isn't it? Oh, yeah, East coast about, to West coast. Like four or five, six hours, something like that. Apologize if you're in America. We are from the UK and geography is my Achilles heel, so I have no clue. Yeah, it's not great for me either. Um, I don't know why I brought it up. Great men is not like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, to be fair, though, when you go to America, they're like, oh, are you from London? You're like, no, I'm not from yeah, London. I'm from... Well, they stay the same to me. That sounds different well, from when... London, mate, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I was saying to people, I live closer to Glasgow than I live to London. Like, oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah, and I know, well. guys, that any Scot- actually, you know what? There won't be any Scottish people listening to this unless you drag some with you because I've got no Scottish listeners. It's all just England. So I don't, know what, I've done. I don't know what I've done. I'm here um, for the Scottish contingency. I'm bringing my boys down. <laughs> taking over England I, mean, I do love still game. So, you know, I've got... <laughs> Fantastic. What can you... It is a great series, that. That's good. But what you were saying about the, the dynamic between, like, the... Yeah, there's, uh, him and the his wife. That- I thought, that was, I thought it was sorry, just I thought that was really yeah. well done yeah, by 
obviously she's there in the office block and he just rocks up in a plane and you don't know why. Yeah. Why, is, why, why is he flying in? And then it's like, what's going on here? And then they kind of, they, they really kind of subtly kind of move yeah. in and the, and the limo rides. And he's obviously been oh, like, he's yeah. been like, all like, yeah, don't want to talk about it. And the limo driver is brilliant. And he's trying. Oh, Argyle, like, yeah, yeah. And he's trying to kind of go home and try and get some info. And you can start to kind of understand it, but it wasn't until he gets to the actual, uh, the, the tower and have the, the big blow up. Uh, you understand what it was all about. And you're like, ah, oh, yeah. that's pretty clever that we did that. Yeah, oh, it was, absolutely. And it's the way that Argyle says to him, you know, she, uh, well, John says to Argyle, oh, she had a great job, turned into a great career. She moved over here. I've got a six-month waiting list of New York scumbags on my desk. I can't just up and move. Yeah. But you get the impression he's using it as a bit of an excuse. And then, and he said, and Argyle says to him, so what, what you meant is that you you didn't think she'd make it out there and she'd come crawling back, so why bother to pack? Um, and that's just, that's brilliant. But what, what I also like, and I wrote this down, was that... Um, because Argyle agrees to wait. That's why he ends up in like locked in in like the parking bit underneath the basement. And I love the fact that when they're arguing, like they have an argument in the office about we didn't finish this conversation. What I love in that film that played that you wouldn't get now, I don't I don't think, is that she she's a woman, she's arguing her point of view. He's a man, he's arguing his point of view. But neither one of them is completely right, which is generally how all com- mm. like arguments are. Like n- nobody's ever one hundred percent correct, and even to a point where you can see he he knows afterwards that he he's been unreasonable. He's flown all that way. He's you know he's jet lag. He's jet lag probably. She she's had a busy day and he he's gone there. And you because as soon as she goes out, just before the gunfire starts going off, he's like, "Great, well done, John." Good job. He's like yeah. annoyed with himself that he's like, because <laughs> oh, yeah. he's like, oh, you didn't miss my name though, did you? Because she's under Gennaro, isn't she? That's Not my yeah, much. So I, I, and I tell you what, just before I forget, because watching a film to review it is totally, totally different. Um, I tell you what, I never noticed before. John McClane has a bit of a glad eye, you know, for the, for the, for the lasses in the beginning of this film. If you watch the beginning of this film back, and if yeah. you ever think about it, when he's on the plane and he's walking off with that big bear, you know, um, and he's, he's a good-looking man, and she can't argue it. Yeah. But the air stewardess, she gives him, gives him a bit of glad eye. And when he walks into the meeting, just before the drunk Los Angeles guy kisses him and says Merry Christmas, <laughs> um, he looks over like... And I thought at first, oh, he's just looking for his wife. No, he's like scoping out a few lasses in the corner. Yeah, I Yeah, I'm thinking back, and I can I can resonate with you saying, yes, he's... Uh, but you don't think that's just... just him being like typical, like kind of man's man, you know? Or just oh, like... absolutely. Oh, yeah. God, no, I wouldn't say it was oh, not misogynistic. But I also think, and if you delve deeper into the, you know, the psychology of it, you you start to wonder. He doesn't know what he's walking into, and he might be thinking, "Is is this already finished?" Like he loves it a bit, yeah. But in his head, you're thinking, "Is he already kind of thinking this isn't going to work out?" Because you can see how conflicted he is. And then he turns up, and Ellis is there, and Ellis is another great character as well. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah, good, and actually. he's just, I mean, the bit where, where he says to it, I mean, what does he say to Holly that's just absolutely hilarious? He says, I was thinking more a roaring log fire, some aged brie. It's like the most high class come on I've ever heard in my life. I'm used to going up to the girls you fancy going down the pub for a Stella. You know, a few yeah, drinks. Yeah. Nah, can you imagine, right? If one of us walks up to a girl and goes, Hey, do you want to come, come into this, my log cabin? With uh, a fire, a roaring fire, a sheepskin rug, and some some aged brie and some wine, they'd look at me going, "Get the hell away from me, you weirdo!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's a serial killer. I can't, no, I can't hear him. That's a proper serial killer. You'd be like, "No, no." Um, Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that is a. But I thought, God, I mean, 
I uh, you talk you're talking about somebody. I mean, a lad at uni who uh, was from Manchester of all places. He said um, he he said, "Oh, you're very uncultured." I'm, I mean, I'm clever, but I'm very like. I, I once, and oh, I'll tell it because I'm not bothered, but I once went out for a, you know how like every year, because you move all over, I mean, you, you live down in London, but yeah. all your mates move all over. I live from in a town where my friends are, a lot of them are engineers, and they all moved away because the town where I live, you do, there's no big jobs like that really. Right. So they've all moved away and they come back at Christmas and we went to town and in this quite nice top rated place. And then my friend ordered halloumi and I was like, and it came and he was eating it. And I was like, I thought you ordered fish. <laughs> and he was like, no, I ordered halloumi. And the whole table was just like, oh, Sean, no. Like, was laughing the heads off. I was like, and they were like, and I was like, but you know, for me, I didn't let it go. This is what I'm like. I was like, no, but it isn't. I thought halloumi was fish. And then all these are going, don't you mean haddock? I mean, no, I don't mean haddock. I know what I'm on about. <laughs> isn't it? Honestly, and I've never, never let me forget it. So that's what I mean when, I mean, yeah, just, it just wouldn't happen. Um, but what, yeah, I don't know. Um, but no, it's, it's, uh, it's a, I think, and I noticed that like the security guards at the beginning, like one of them's just stood picking his nails, and and you can yeah, tell so that the guy that's, right that's the guy's next to the elevator, isn't he? He's just standing at the elevator. Yeah, he's, just, like, he's literally picking his buddy. nails. <laughs> what you think he's, he's supposed to be defending yeah, the, the, the building? Yeah, um, and I, I always thought the guy behind the desk, who like the guy working for um, Gruber, who shoots the guy and sits behind her, I always thought he was putting on this proper cod horrendous uh, uh jesus not african american accent that would yeah. be a different film wouldn't it um and he uh because he, he's like uh merry christmas uh, and all this it's when, like, over the top isn't it? it's in. proper but over then the later top. on later on when he's still alive he's like they're coming back down and i was like oh my god is that actually your voice <laughs> like i didn't realize like they've got a talking american with them a bunch of germans have got a talking american but well, they changed it you know in germany the, i think they were like I don't know. I was going to say Ukrainian, but they weren't German. It's oh, really? funny when you read about yeah. It's funny when you read about films that do that. They 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 make it kind of. It's a bit like I know it's a bit of a random example, but you remember the Jack Ryan films? You know Ben Affleck did one, The Sum of All Fears, with uh, right, yeah, the yeah, early two yeah. thousands. Um, when they were all like East Germans, and that was yeah. that started off as being they wanted it to be kind of, uh, it was going to be. I don't know if it was written before 9-11 or it was based on a book, but they wanted it to be kind of extremists from the Middle East. And then when that all happened, they thought, well, no. So they made it like neo-Nazis. Yeah, can't do that. Um, which you can kind of... You, you, so it's that kind of... Sometimes they make a change that... And they do it in films. Um, so, for example, like uh, like Manuel from Faulty Towers, in in some countries, he's not actually Spanish. He's something else. Have you so seen the, the one I just recently knew? They've done it again in China. China do it all the time. And they did it in Iron Man. Which I didn't know, right? You know when they, oh, okay. they when they did when Tony had to go and get his um I think he had an operation or something. I think it was um when at the end, end of Iron Man three that he gets rid of the the, the fragments. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it took him to China. It was a Chinese doctor. They, they filmed a completely separate scene, and it was a Chinese doctor in a Chinese hospital and all that sort of stuff to say that we saved Tony Stark's life. Big market, don't it? And it this just, is the thing. It's a big it market. Just, I mean, it has it. I mean, you look at some of the i mean i've never been i've watched the marvel films but i've never been you know proper into them i don't kind of i don't get it i liked them when they first started coming out you know the iron mans and this that yeah. and the other and, and then they just kind of rolled out too many of them in my opinion seeing seeing that as well john cena did you see what, ha what happened to john cena when fast and furious 9 came out he no, made know, a mistake 
Oh, what did he say? Oh, he no, 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 I know what yeah. you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. He talked about, about yeah. Taiwan, didn't he? And he was in China and he talks about China. And yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. China really they don't recognize Taiwan as a country for I don't know the, the politics behind it. And he came out and he talked about uh, all it's in Taiwan. The, he, all he said was, it's a great country. And yeah. since then, the Chinese erupted over it so much so that they had to get the studio forced him to make an apology to actually. Like, and he said it in Cantonese to say that I'm sorry. And he didn't say why he was sorry for it. He just said, I'm really sorry. I love your country and all that sort yeah. of stuff. But do you know what? Do you know what? I mean, I think this is something that people, I mean, I mean, our, our two countries, if I can be so bold, right? And this is why in my in the podcast with my friend, he said, I said the United Kingdom. And he said, oh, it's a, yeah, but we're a great country. And I was like, no, we're countries. We're countries. Like, <laughs> But a Scottish person or a Welsh person or an Irish person is not going to say they're English and vice versa. Mm. Like it, it doesn't happen. Distinct identities. Um, and I think this is this is what happens. And I'll tell you what it is. For more for me, the issue would be like these stars, and you know, you've you've done your work and you've got your money, fair play to you, but they don't live uh, similar politicians, they don't live the same life as as a yeah. lot of people. And he's clearly gone there and tried to ingratiate himself, but he doesn't know enough about where he's gone. So he's yeah. put his foot right in it. And then you've gone, what like what have you done that for? Yeah, so, they were going to ban the film. They were going to ban the film over it. Yeah. And you can well, imagine, they they, they imagine if that was the case, how much, how many billions. I mean, look at Transformers. They made, and I think it was one of the ones we, uh, Mark Wahlberg, in China. They made it uh, in China. Extinction because was. Because I think one of the two, one of the latest ones, they made it in China for that sole purpose of sponsorship yeah. because they wanted to uh, like kind of because obviously it was like China and J Japanese and all that because of like Transformers and stuff they wanted to bring it to there and ah. uh, they did that for a reason they could have had it in America like the first couple of ones but they didn't they brought it over to China and there's a reason uh, I, mean, I mean to be fair that uh, oh god I had an example then it was a great one that's gone yes I brought it back <laughs> Matt Damon, I've not seen it, but he did one over there, didn't he? But like, you know, the one he got that ponytail. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, that's a good Was it that's Great Wall? Is it? I've not seen Boss it. You know? Yeah, the Great Wall. It's a bit of a decent Great film, Wall. really. Bit is of a it? decent film, yeah. I'll have to get a go. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, but a few of the last Marvel films haven't even been released. The Eternals hasn't got, I don't think, I don't think the Eternals has had a release over there. I don't, Chang, Chang Chi, Chang, oh, is that I got it. Yeah, Chang Chi. That yeah. hasn't had a release over there either. That's I a good film. I think I knew you got a little bit of flack for that because obviously it's based over and it's all about kind of Chinese mythology and all that sort of stuff as well. If you ever watch a Marvel film, I'd watch Chang Chi because it has nothing to do with Marvel at all. It's all about oh, kind okay. of back in the days and about kind of Chinese mythology and how they bring it into the, the, the new age. And it's pretty good. So a little bit of mystical stuff happens in yeah. there, but there's a girt big flying dragon in it, which is awesome. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, I, I you talk about one of the first movies to kind of go into that Chinese sphere. Was uh, like, and I hate to say it, because the first two films of the tr of, uh, of the series are, are unbelievable. Uh, so much so that they're on the wall over there behind me, uh, over there that you can't see. Uh, the Mummy and the Mummy Returns, but they made the Love third it. one, Tomb of the Dragon Empire. Uh, it did. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. It which wasn't great. It sucked. But, oh, it did. It really did. Yeah, because I mean, when Rachel Vice kind of goes, yeah, I don't want to come back because of the script. Yeah. And the others kind of come back because the contractually obliged to. Uh, you kind of think, yeah, I don't really. I feel sorry for Brendan. Hey, you hear the latest? They've obviously just we're obviously off on a massive tangent now, but the latest one, the rumours that they're making a new mummy film with Brendan Fraser on it again. Oh, that would be good. And it's going to be proper, like <sighs> legit one, not none of this, because obviously they tried to do the Dark Universe, didn't they, with Tom Cruise reliving the mummy and all that sort of stuff, and then the, 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 the Dark that was Tower. A terrible film that. And all that terrible. But horrible film. So they've decided to kind of say, right, let's go back to our roots. Let's make the mummy again. It's a great film. I watch you know it all what? the time. 
Yeah, I love them. I haven't reviewed them yet. I'm saving. In oh, fact, you, you know what? I've got I'll get a bit of a treat, actually. Uh, this. Sorry for the people listening to this on the podcast. It's not going to help. But for the... Uh, <laughs> I will describe it as well. But I'm holding up it, mate. I'm not even going to tell you how much it's cost me because they don't do them anymore. I've got um, Imhotep, Imhotep. Uh, figure from The Mummy Returns. And then you've got, you see the little like, pygmy fellow? Oh, the little there. pygmy guy that chucks the spears in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the second one, that's so, it, isn't it? The second one, The Mummy Returns, yeah. Yeah, so... I was proper. I was really happy to get that. Um, not that I, I don't collect a lot of those things, but it's. Uh, I had to get that one when I saw it because you can't find them very much anymore. No, you can't. No, that's it. The um, collector's items, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't. I just take them out of the boxes. <laughs> Sorry if anyone that probably trigger a few people. Um, but yeah, uh, God, just this is. I'm like this on my own podcast, on my own, and I'm like, let's just drag back to the film. This bright. We're, we're talking about Die Hard, aren't we? Yes, yeah, we were. That, was that I the think right so. One? It was about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because um, so John turns up and Ellis is like, oh, he's got he's got his wife a Rolex and he's he's doing like sniff off all the desk. He does because when he comes in, he's doing sniff off the desk. Yeah, off her like, desk. Oh, this is, it's in her off office. Her desk. I know. That's You're just... like, you cheeky son of a bitch. Get your own desk, mate. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he's like, but he's such a good character in it. He's a um, when he goes like, oh. goes, oh, show the watch, show him the watch, and she's like, no, yeah, I don't yeah. want to show him the watch. Well, why? Like, what are you? It's a Rolex. It's a Rolex. And he's like, John, and old, old John's like, John McLean's like, yeah, I don't care, mate. It's a fucking watch. No, man. no, do you know, no, he's got a belt because I remember what he replies back, and it's a what beautiful line because when you think about it, Jody says he says, uh, oh, it's a Rolex, and he goes, I, I'm sure I'll see it later, and he says it in a way of, yeah, I'll see it later, mate. When yeah, he says when, it in that kind of yeah. When it, hopefully when I take everything off, I'll see it there. I think that's what he's kind of alluding to because <laughs> Ellis kind of looks at him. Um, yeah, it's uh, oh, he, here's another thing. Right, this will trigger even more people. Um, not not that this is a, this is a political statement. I'm just stating a fact. Do you know the, the music that plays when the van's pulling up? Like do 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 that one. The re- and when yes. the vault opens, yeah. Do you know that's the anth- do you know that's the anthem? It's the ode to join. I know it's famous for, yeah 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 for years it's a proper staple it's a bit like nimrod and elgar for this country well england sorry um i, I best not say this country that'll trigger even more people and um <laughs> the oh, to joy it's the uh it's one of the anthems of the european union i don't know if it's, if it's the european parliament or but i always think that's funny because surely somebody ah. went excuse me like which which one are we having oh to joy yeah, it's a, it's great but it's my dude those people won't be thinking like that but surely somebody went excuse me isn't that the same tune to the famous robber robbers in Die Hard, but yeah, clearly, there was it. no film buffs in there. <laughs> but I always, yeah, that always, always makes me laugh. But uh, yeah, so the, the van pulls up. And did, did you see the guy who walks into the wall? No. Do you know where, when Hans, watch it back, you'll find the clip, right? You know the bit where they come off the, they come out of the van and there's no ambulance behind them, so there's a mistake for the for, yeah. for a kickoff. And when they walk out of the van, and do you know the guy who ends up behind the desk? He's walking. Ne- he's walking on the right hand side of, right. of uh, Alan Rickman. And he walks, and then he walks into, and then it gets to a doorway, and it's like that. And Alan Rickman walks through it, and the other guy it cuts just before he hits the wall, because <laughs> where he's like he walks into the wall, like he would, he must have. So I think, sir, I love that. I thought right. like, somebody told me about that at work. I said, oh, did you see the guy walking in the wall? And I was like, oh, no. that's brilliant. Where? But once you've seen it, you can't. You can't not it. see it yet. It's no, one of those things. You're like, wait, wait, wait for it. Wait. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Wait for the wall. Wait for the wall. Wait for the wall. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, but to be fair though, Ellis sniffs off her desk, and that, that sounded worse than it. I meant it. And then she uses his private bathroom because that's where John's getting kind of washed up, isn't he? That's right. Um, yeah. She's he because uh, John says, "Oh, he's got his eye on you," and she says, um, 
Yeah, well, I've got my eye on his, uh, his private, private bathroom. bathroom. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, because that's where it is. Very observant, Sean. I love that. Well, you've, you've got to be. Um, so <laughs> Got to be in this yeah. game. Well, yeah, otherwise it's just a bit it's a bit much, isn't it, if, you, if you're not. If you just sit there and go, yeah, it was a good film. It's yeah. like I said to my dad, oh, dad, why don't you come on? But my dad would just be like, nah, it was all right. And that, that, would, that would literally be it. Sorry, right. um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, but I mean, it's high, high praise. Um, so yeah, so I like the fact that it's, it's a Japanese it's a Japanese company and she uses her surname because it's, I, I, she, you don't quite hear the reason because she says, oh, it's a Japanese company and blah, blah, blah. But oh, he yeah. like cuts her off. But I, I'm not sure why it is. But the thing I is, it's anyway. like a Japanese company. It's like, what, what, so? You think you'd like to have, if it's a Japanese old traditional, they'd like to think they'd have to have, like, married couples and that sort of stuff, especially if you had kids and all that. you think, oh, use my married name. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Different countries have, different countries have different, different, like, traditions and, all that, and yeah. cultures and things. I know, I know, because one of my favourite films uh, called Touching the Void, one of the characters in that, when they did the documentary years later, he yeah. married a woman and lives in Japan, and he says he cooks and all this, that, and the other. And bear in yeah, mind, this yeah. was about 2003, so it might have changed since. And I don't know a lot about Japanese culture, but he, they say to him, oh, does the people, you know, he cooks and this, that, and the other, and people say to uh, his friends say to him, so, so do the other, do her friends think it's her family and that? Do they think that's strange? And he says, oh, they think it's disgraceful. <laughs> I do that, and she doesn't. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 um, yeah. So I was we talked about the battle of the sexes, weren't we? And then Alan Rickman. I mean, oh, the guy who walks into the wall. I've written down. It's about eighteen minutes in. So if you eighteen want to minutes. Watch. Eighteen minutes, guys. Um, there you go. Alan Rickman. Uh, he walks in. He you do, he doesn't talk for his first few scenes, and just the intensity of his eyes. You can mm. see. And what I noticed, I've never noticed before, is he totally he's planned out every conceivable eventuality. And you can you can they try and do this with more modern yeah. villains. But more modern villains just seem to, and I, I hate to come back to Star Wars because I've not I've not caught up with them yet. As people who listen to my podcast will know, I've only seen the first one and Rogue One. Don't ask. Um, and it, it, they tend to kind of shout now, whereas he's so in control. And really, if if he'd have followed his plan through, if it wasn't for the German fella Carl, if it wasn't for Carl going off on one because his brother gets killed by John That's early it, in the yeah. film, he'd have been fine because he sits back and he's like, doesn't matter. Even when the police turn up, doesn't matter. The FBI turn up, doesn't matter. I need them here to trip. Yeah, the that's what he said. He goes, we knew this was an eventuality. We, we, we planned for this. And it's just like, I'd love to have known what his actual plan was. Yeah. Well, it, it goes off almost without a hitch because, I mean, yeah. he, he's he's ruthless. You know he's not messing about. Like, he just, he just he says, you're just going to have to kill me. And he just shoots Takagi in the head. <laughs> so he goes, okay. Oof. And then, yeah. Oh, and then either. he just whaps the deck, doesn't he? Um but, and I tell you, talking about character things, because you notice when you're writing things down, when he walks through that room with Takagi to go to the room with the desk, there's like all these models of these projects that they've got going on around the world. Right. And Alan Rick, uh, Hans Gruber says, I used to love to make models as a child, the exact detail. And you can see even there, he's very, very clever. Everything's ticking over. He's very precise. Um, he's like, sort, oh, of yeah. like, sort of like borderline kind of OCD sort of thing, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I love uh, talking about side characters, the part where he, he does that and he says, I'm, go I'm going to count to three. And <laughs> the, sorry, the German people are listening because I do have about 4% German viewers. So uh, hey. excuse me for that one. And he, he uh, the two guys, so Theo, who's the guy, the, like the computer geek who's hacking stuff. Yeah. Um, and Carl, the, the blonde German fella. Um, that, that's all he's going to get. 
called to German fellow all the time. And he, um, they do a bet, they, they bet with each other. And he goes, told you. That's right, he, yeah, because he gave him the money. Yeah, and that's yeah, right. He goes, there you go. So he's clearly set, they've clearly had a conversation before going, he's going to kill him, you know. He's going to yeah. he will, he'll kill him. He because him if you think about it, he doesn't need to. And he says that. Doesn't. And I love the fact that he doesn't need to. And he, and when you listen to the way he talks to the hostages and the way he talks to Takagi, and I mean, Ellis puts himself in the way of him. So it's his own daft fault because he doesn't I mean, he's on too much sniff to, to know what he's doing, really. And he thinks it's just uh, another business. Yeah. But he, Alan Rickman says all the way through. Uh, says all the way through with the hostages this can go one of two ways you can walk out of here or be carried out you know and he says to Takagi you could you don't quite hear it but if you listen back to it you know the bit where John's hiding under the model table right. if you listen in the background this is how sad I am if you listen in the background you can hear Alan Rickman Gruber saying to Takagi these so many million pounds in your vault that is a month's that is like 10% of your your parent company's annual holdings it's no more than the blip to you so there's no reason not to give this password to us and when you put it in that respect he gives to kagi and i know he's it's not a polite way of saying it he's got a gun to the fella but he's essentially saying look this is not going to make any difference there's all these blocks to get through before we can even get anywhere near the money so what it doesn't matter just tell yeah. me the password and he just ref- and he calls their bluff and gets his you know his head goes but get shot uh, in the face so yeah oh yeah because that bit where the brains hit the glass that's like oh and then he's, <laughs> he's like body fall yeah I, I, but yeah that's so so it's things that is very very methodically and very very logical it's good i, I like. think it's like probably the funny uh, the, the best one i've seen is when he's actually talking to ellis probably probably jumping ahead a bit but when he I'd when he talks when he talks to ellis and ellis gives it johnny johnny kind of got johnny tough nuts sort of thing giving it, i'm yeah. gonna go and try that what you were saying before about him being like think it's another business deal and it's just like yeah and the way he's sitting down you're just like sitting there going and you can see obviously yeah. uh, like oh uh, oh hans gruber he's he's toying with him he's toying with yeah. him and you know what's gonna happen yeah and you're just sitting there going oh don't just 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 get out of that yeah. room mate because you're gonna die and yeah. he's giving yeah. it johnny he's giving it oh yeah look at me look at me and i'm just like oh yeah and it's just the way he talks and it's just like it cr- makes you cringe it really yeah, does. Yeah. It goes. Well, it was Bobby. I'm your white yeah. knight. I'm like, oh yeah. no. Do you, know, do you know that was that was an improv by the actor. Was it that Hans Bobby? Because you, you can tell because when you watch Alan Rickon's reaction, he kind of goes, "Sorry, <laughs> the podcast." He kind of pulls. He goes like, he pulls his face and then like, uh, I was going to say combobulates. That's not a word. He like sorts himself out and then goes. I must have missed 60 minutes. What, what, are you t- what are you talking about? But I love that bit. He's like, I think I can handle this. You're trash. And you can see he's toying with him. He just, he says, yeah. you know, I can tell you're not here to snatch a few purses, but actually he is. He's a, he's a thief. That's yeah, he's what a, is he's quite a glorified thief. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm an exceptional thief. And since I'm going forward to kidnapping, you should have more respect. But he says that to her at the end. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's that where he goes and he says, I, I think I can handle this. You're trash. And, and that's what he says. Oh, and Hans Gruber says to him, oh, you're amazing. You figured all this out already. And you're like, mate, no. And John McClane says to him, mate, get out there. Tell him you don't know me. Please tell him you don't know me. And it's like, file nail in the coffin. And he's like, John, yeah, how could you say that after all these years? And it's yeah, like, oh, you no. can tell John, no, he knows what's going on. He's like, oh, he's, he's up to his ass. He thinks he's giving it some, but he's not doing yeah. nothing. He's, no. he's obviously clued up. He knows who, I think by that time, John, he knows who he's, who he's dealing with. Because he's, oh, yeah. the thing is, is we, um, with John McClane, he's, He's one of those guys that, yeah, he's a, he's a street cop, but he's pretty clued up. And he's dealt with, yeah. as you mentioned before, he's like a thieves. But there are, literally are just like kind of normal criminals. So he knows yeah. what the mentality is like. So he's already clued them up 
very quickly yeah. and uh he knew exactly what it was gonna what was gonna happen hence the reason why i was panicking going get out of there mate you're gonna yeah, die yeah. yeah yeah please god tell him you don't tell him you don't know me tell him you yeah. don't know me um and it's and it's the bit where and as you say with the funny dialogue like it's brilliant but it, in other films it could have gone too far but in this it's the perfect line and it's hard to tread that line you've got one side of the desk literally with rickman just there just ice cool stone face and then oh absolutely and then the other side you've got you've got um you've got this like a uh, hands babe put away the gun this is tele- <laughs> this is radio not television and you're like sat there going mate no please like it's what are you doing shot in the face and then yeah he gets shot and then the bit where um and then you see like holly's reaction they're all screaming yeah but you don't actually see bit, it you don't actually see it no though, do you? no but the Clever. best I, I like that and i think the yeah. best bit is there's a there's a bit on the television where it's like um, we're here with I can't remember his name, but it would be you know it would be a bit like we're here with Ryan Walker, author author of Hostage Terrorist, Terrorist Hostage. Yeah, and that's like, right. Uh, yeah, what, what kind of uh, what kind of uh, mentality will they be going through right now, uh, Ryan? And the guys like, well, in this time they will be going through this kind of uh, Stockholm syndrome where they will be talking to each other and they will be uh, trying to uh, get a bit of a relationship, and then literally it pans back to like the 30th floor, they're all screaming and Ellis's body just gets dragged out because he's just, they just drag him out and you're like, yeah, that's, that's not happening there. Like, yeah, this guy's so an I, idiot. Will, I love, well, yeah, because then there's that news reporter because this is when Thornburg comes into it. Yeah. Because there's that guy Harvey and he's like uh, Helsinki and he's like, as in uh, Helsinki, Sweden. And he go, and the guy's like, whichever country it is. Yeah. Is it Norway? I can never remember. See, I'll get it wrong now. Um, but yeah, that was, that was, I love that. We, yeah, we jump in all over the place, but it doesn't matter. Some, sometimes I watch a film, like I watched, um, I've got the notes for it, but I just can't bring myself to review it because it's such a good film and I'll just kill it, uh, not in a good way. Um, I watched The Green Book, Viggo Mortensen, and, and I always get his name right, uh, his name wrong, uh, Mahasala Ali. Mahasala Ali? Is that All right, one? yeah, yeah. Um, and it's called The Green Book and it's based on a true story and it, it, it's, it's brilliant, set in... Mm like the 20s is it 20s or 30s in no it's not anyway whenever it's set set in new york and it's about segregation this that and the other oh it's amazing right. but okay I, I i can't do it i can't review it because it's, i've got like 14 pages and i just think if i start trying to narrate that it'll just it, it won't work and i like <laughs> sometimes you like to do a film justice and i'd yeah. love to do a review where it's like please go watch this it's amazing but i wouldn't do it justice and it, it so I, I think that one will stay until i one day i think i need to throw something up but no it was, i don't know <laughs> But speaking of speaking of sorry, just last word on the mummy, not last word, but on the mummy. Uh, but if they're making another one with Brendan Fraser and the whole thing, the whole team, I, I you know, you, you're always thinking, oh, they'll kill it. Because problem is, what what kind of message are they going to try and put into it? Because they don't do the kind of mindless escapism that they did in like 1999, 2001. Do you think I don't? Yeah. I think there's always like messages, and okay. there always seems to be because we've. I think the nuance has gone, so they don't have the the nuanced of that they just have like in your face kind of messaging about, about certain, this film is about this and this film. And it's like, where's the kind of mindless fun? Like the mummy is like a fantastic popcorn movie. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and just... That's not to do it down. Oh no, it's just one of those films that are just, it's, it's fun. There's action in it. There's comedy in it. There's great one. Brendan Fraser's, Brendan Fraser's got some belting one-liners in it. Oh, absolutely! He's got crazy. And it's I think the funniest thing of that whole film is when they, when he first goes into the hotel uh, and, the, and the, the the pyramids and he first sees Imhotep and Imhotep walks up and just screams at them and Brendan yeah, yeah. Fraser just stands and screams back at screams him. Screams back at him. Stupid things like that. Yeah, and it's stupid things like that. It's just just it just makes the film. 
Yeah, it does. I mean, see, this is what I mean about trying to get to my point. My point of that original sentence was yeah. that as much as I want to go, oh, it won't very good, a little bit like the new Indiana Jones coming up, stay on track, Sean, stay on track, is that with The Mummy, is that sometimes film franchises can surprise you. Like, it's a rarity, and not to plug a previous podcast, but I did the Final Destination, uh, Final Destination 5 I reviewed because I did the whole series um, up until now because there's a sixth one. And the fifth one is arguably the best one in the series. And that doesn't happen very often. Right. Um, because they kind of stuck with the original law and then put a little bit more in and made it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Made it more suspenseful. It's an amazing film. I, I would say it was up there with the first one, yeah. if not the best one. So, I, you know, there's always that little bit of hope that, that they bring it back and it's good. But sometimes you've, you've got to think maybe it was of its time. And I think, it, I don't know. <laughs> Jury's still out. Like, we'll see what happens. I'd, I'd sooner they just left it. They'd sooner they just left it alone, but I'd say that. But I'd, if they put one out, I'd go and see it. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd go and see it definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, um, oh, and I put this as well. But Holly has balls, she really does. When she talks to it, when she goes up to Hans Gruber and he says, like, oh, she says about the pregnant woman, and he says, What idiot put you in charge? and she just zings back at him, yeah. You did when you shot my boss. <laughs> And then she just says, per- you know, um, everybody out there is looking to me to, to stand up for them. Personally, I wouldn't offer the job. I don't like being this close to you. And he looks up at her and, like, he smiles as if to say he respects her because she just comes out and says to him, like, very much like John. He she yeah. just says it. But that's the thing. Like, that it shows, shows you the relationship as well because, obviously, yeah. John's a bit of a hard-ass as well and he needs uh, a strong woman to kind of keep him in line and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. So you can understand that they're, they're kind of made for each other sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. Um and then uh, this is where Argyle hears the news as well, because he's just been downstairs kind of bopping away in his car, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, he is. He's like, because they have that bit where where Powell, we haven't even talked, that's a great scene, where Powell turns up and the, the terrorist guy's like, when you have a chance to kill someone, because he's not German, he's somebody else, right? He's yeah. from another country. He's like, when you have a chance to kill somebody, don't hesitate. And he just shoots him through the shoots table. Him through the table. Then he shots him through the window. And then and the he best on one-liner, best one-liner yeah. in cinema history. Absolutely, absolutely. brilliant. What, um, who's driving this car, Stevie Wonder? Oh, no, it, for that. It's when he chucks out the window and he goes, Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to back out the Swiss cheese. I love I that. I love that. But in, yeah, in, in that bit when he's driving, because he drives backwards and he's got the guy on his bonnet, and then yeah, you see I got a bopping back. in his car, and you see the body just fly off the front of the car. Like, oh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, we have a quite dark sense of humor, clearly. But uh, oh, and here's another thing, another thing I noticed, right? And you'll appreciate this to the international viewers, you might not. No, but the, the SWAT team, right? The SWAT team guy who's the, like the leader who stood next to oh, like the obnoxious LAP, whatever his name is. Yeah, this um, like a, the captain uh, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, next to him, the SWAT team captain who's like, um, who's saying, No, we're going in, we're going in. He looks ridiculously like Dimitar Berbatov, you know, he used to play for uh, Man United, for United yeah, and Spurs. Yeah. Oh, honestly, like I'm gonna have a look at that. I'm so sorry, but it'll ruin it for you because the scene he's in, you're just like Satin Metal Berbatov isn't, but it looks a lot like it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, when yeah, they go in, know. when they were you're talking about when they go in, I, I, that is literally because have you noticed that in most films, like these kind of horsey situations, you're always going to get like a tight cast SWAT team guy. And if I yeah. was working for, if I was actually a real policeman working for the SWAT team, I would be 
gone mental right now because I'd be like, yeah. why are we always getting depicted as incompetent gun yeah. hole fools? Yeah. Because that's well, every every film that I've seen, and like a horse, they always say, We're gonna go in now, and it's like, no, don't go in. And yeah. go, We're gonna do it anyway. And then you get they get messed up, and yeah. it's just like well, oh, well, come on. this is nothing that Hans says just wound them because he wants the negotiations to go on, because he wants yeah. the FBI to turn up to cut the power and all that. But I like the fact that I mean, I, I had a, a friend who, whose dad was a firearms police officer and, and I met him and if ever, if they're all like him, they're the most calm because they have to be. They have yeah. to. Can you imagine? You would Great not scenes. want the people who turned up at turned up at a, uh, a scene with a guy with a knife or God knows what, and they're there <laughs> with a gun trying to protect people. They're the people who need to make the right decision yeah. in a very yeah. short space of time. They're not going to be the people who'd run up and shoot because they'd be like, get them. Can you imagine they turn up and get them out? Get them out. We can't yeah. have them. Straight to jail, mate. Was. That's that's Geneva but, Convention uh, and everything going on now. Yeah, but it is a little bit stereotypically American kind of gung-ho, isn't yeah. it? It's very much... Because even too. John McClane's like, you macho mother... No, no! Yeah. He's like, and he's pu- I tell you what, he was pummeling them with the rocket launcher to the big uh, the armoured car. He was pummeling <sighs> yeah. them. I'm like, I thought, because you think after the first one, you're like, oh yeah, that, that armoured car, that, that big uh, is it, uh, UPC, whatever it is, is uh, that's messed up. But then another yeah. one gets shot down, and I'm just like, oh, let's hit him again. And I'm like, how many yeah. times is this guy going to get... How, how strong is this car? Or how strong is this vehicle? Yeah. Well, apparently... Uh, see, I'd watched like a five-minute feature out on the DVD and it had the special effects guy because that was done for real. Yeah. Um, And the first hit was supposed to like hit it and disable it and knock out the engine. And like, and it was burning. And the people inside would probably still be alive after the first hit because you can hear the SWAT guy saying, get them out, get them out. That Dimitar Berbatov, right? Saying, get them out, get them out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and honestly... And... Uh, you don't get this in other podcasts. And uh, literally, after that, um, the the guy, the, the special effects guy said, the second one blows the fuel tank and it spills into the road. And when you watch it back, that's what happens. Like the second hit, like the, the, the fuel, the that was what the idea was. Ah, I, quite okay. like, I quite like that. That, that was cool. the idea that the first one would disable it and then the second one, because it, but it's not needed because McLean's on the radio, isn't he saying like, hands, like, you've made your point, let them, let them pull back, let them... Yeah. Kind one thing, one thing that I had to—I don't know—I might have missed this, right? I might have missed this because obviously, mm-hmm. old, old John gets the radio. He gets the the, the baddies radio, but yeah. he talks. Is it just one second? Because he starts talking to the police guy on that radio, doesn't he? Yeah. Is that the same frequency so everyone can hear? What yes, yes, it about? is. So and I was confused of- at this. I was like. So obviously Hans is listening to everything you're talking about, right? Yes, now. he is. Yeah, because there's a bit where where John McLean is talking to to Al Powell, and he says, "Oh," and they're talking about the babies, and, oh, like about kids, and he's saying, "Oh, I hope that your kid that your wife's working on can can like play on the jungle gym with uh, like Roy Junior someday type thing." Yeah. yeah. And uh, Hans just comes off like touching cowboy, touching. But there's a <laughs> there is a bit where because uh, I was confused about this because of the second film, I'll explain in a minute. But there's a bit where Hans types in a code and then he talks to Theo, the guy who was trying to break through the locks. So he's using different frequencies, but John McLean isn't. I don't he know if that's because yeah. he can't use the code. Well, if they've used it again, because in the same frequency, he just turns into the, the copper and goes, I'll oh, use this code. And he'll just, then obviously, what's his face? Oh, Hans will just jump on yeah, that code Yeah, he would as well, hear so anyway, yeah. He, he um, can't really, can Because he? he just uses an emergency one, doesn't he? Because there's that fantastic bit where he's like, uh, the woman's like, this is an emergency line, sir. And he's like, no, 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 no kidding lady. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? And then <laughs> and what I don't get though, the only, like, you know, there's a bit in every film where you think that is bloody stupid. She gets, uh, she, so it's like me with these earphones, you with our earphones in, right? If I was talking to you or you were talking to me and somebody fired a machine gun behind your head and I went, ah, 
and I was a police dispatcher, I wouldn't go, oh, tell a, tell a cop I do a drive-by. <laughs> like, surely, right. like, you'd be like, oh, that, yeah, maybe this guy might be telling the truth. And another bit I, I kind of didn't get is when Al walks out of the shop, he's just bought his Twinkies for his wife, apparently his wife. Yeah. He walks out and he looks at the building and then it cuts back to the building and, the, like, there's gunfire, like, they're shooting the hell out of it. And I thought, yeah. surely you'd be able to. You'd and why that. don't they hear it? But, yeah. I mean... Uh, I mean, I'll let it go. It's Los Angeles, maybe yeah, it's loud. We're I'll collecting let, destroys that. We're collecting destroys it. Yeah, we? yeah, but um, yeah, but there are a lot of those because it's got a helipad, so there are a lot of flashing lights. So I will. Yeah, you can kind benefit, of give them on that one. Benefit, benefit the doubt. Well, you've got to for a film like this. Of course. Um, and I tell you what, I watched the the trailers. So that was on the DVD. And I tell you what, if you'd have seen that trailer back then, you'd have been like, mm, "Looks a bit cheesy and a bit." It really doesn't sell itself very yeah, well. Yeah, but any 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 trailer from the eighties is cheesy as hell. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it is. Play. it is, yeah, like, yeah. Damn it, he's making good points. I can't argue with that logic. Yay! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, can you, uh, Sandra? Can you cancel his next booking? Oh, we still on. Sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have anybody. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, where did Sandra come from? Um, yeah, so it's, it's. I like the fact that um, they like the practical effects and the models, and there's really minimal CGI. Like, I think there's a little mm. bit of CGI. You know, when he throws the. The chair down there with yeah. C4 down there. Uh, what do we call it? The, like the, the elevator, elevator shaft, lift, the elevator lift shaft. shaft. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was that was pretty cool. Oh, the the best. I don't know the best line. It's got to be when when he he throws that and and the the cop the LAPD guy is like, "What are you doing? I got hundreds of people down here covered in glass." And he's like, "Glass? Who gives it like about glass? Who the hell is this?" <laughs> and he's like, "This is Dwayne T. Robinson or whatever his name is." Uh, I'm in charge, and he's like, "Well, I've got some, I've got some news for you, Dwayne. From up here, it doesn't seem like you're in charge of Jack." And he's like, uh, "He's like, listen here, you little asshole, asshole." He's like, "I'm not the one who just got booked on yeah. national TV, Dwayne." And you get our guy just laughing his head off. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it, I, I love that bit because that that comes just after the the armored vehicle bit, yeah, and they get rocketed, um, because the and oh yeah, then you get the bit with Alice, the hands bubby bit, um. Oh, this, and then they find out who he is, uh, because oh, they caught. Uh, that's um, when he goes. He does yeah. the 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 TV guy and or the TV. Yeah, is that yeah. Right? yeah, that's it. Yeah, because he because he goes around and like bribes the nanny. He's like, Get let me know. I'll the call house, the yeah. INS or whatever. That's which right. I think is like, it's like immigration. Immigration, I would imagine. I think so, yeah, that. yeah, because she was like um, kind of Mexican or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so oh yeah, because there's the best bit where where um Ellis sits back and he's like. The guy's running around uh, screwing things up. I can give him to you, and he like yeah, gives yeah. that Cheshire grin. And uh, yeah, I will swear for this bit because there's no other way of putting it. As my friend would say, I'd say Cheshire cat grin, but my friend would say shit eating grin. That's <laughs> that's what my friend would say. A proper, uh, but that yeah, that's when they find out that he's he's, he's a cop, which I think Al had already worked out because of the because there's that bit where this is what I mean. The the, the like the script so sharp. The bit where he says to the the cop, I think he's a cop mentioned about spotting a phony id yeah and the guy's like could be a bartender for christ's sake like i love this there's just some brilliant <laughs> lines in there um and the the bit just before they shoot ellis like there's the beautiful noise through the microphone maybe this is just me i'm a bit weird but the bit where the pouring him is cork and you can hear it fizzling it's behind in the you background know, like, um i don't know i don't know whether that's kind of i mean maybe it was just a bit of product placement but i like the fact that it was this like sinister undertone of like mate you really yeah, like, you're gonna... sat there drinking your cork 
not going to end well. I mean, right. I'm not going to funny, right? Why would you want a Pepsi or a Coke or something? Like you don't want to, if you're at like a party, you're, you're kind of coked off your head. You'd, you'd like, you know, grab a beer or something like that or a bit of yeah. champagne. Don't, maybe, don't, maybe you just don't wanted Coke. Of, yeah. Maybe you just wanted Coke of every variety. <laughs> yeah. I just want to Yeah. Lost in translation. Can I get some Coke, please? Yeah. And he brought us a can. <laughs> okay. That'll do. All right. Fine. I mean, that'll do. But yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, and and this is the the only part where it kind of unravels a little bit for Han for Hans because he starts like screaming at him like where are my detonators? Because he he kills a guy and he's got the detonators because at this point John doesn't know what's going on because he well, earlier on he goes through like up the flights of stairs, doesn't he? When he first runs off mm. and he sees like the rocket launches and this that and the other, and you can see he's trying to piece it all together. And then there's blocks on the roof all the way through, but you don't see what they're doing. They just you don't you don't figure out what they're doing. Yeah, and then um. They're like, oh, he had the detonators, and then they need they need something off him. Yeah, then that's it. Get the detonators off me. Get the detonators. Yeah, because all, all the way through like that part, he's like, get the detonators. We need them. Yeah, and you're like, oh, he's actually messing his plan up now, and it's just like, oh, what's the detonators for? Yeah, and well, John doesn't know either because he's like, I used the poly explosives, or, or did I? Yeah. That's um, it. So that that's quite cool, but um, and 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 Hans knows as well. He he knows like this is what I mean about him being clever because he says. Because uh, he, they're all screaming after he's shot Ellis, and he puts the radio off so he can hear it. And he's like, "Tell me where are my detonators?" And he's like, "Sooner or later, I might get to someone you do care about." So he knows, he knows that Ellis was just trying it on. Have you? Um, so just jump in there as well, just be. Yeah, oh, no, the, you know when he, you know when he blows up the, the, the he chucks a C four down the elevators. Shaft. Oh yeah. And you see that the beginning part. I noticed this as well when I was watching it. He, he's got the C four out and he's putting the metal rods in. Now he's put he, yeah. put he put two in originally. And then you see him with the third one, and he hesitates, and he just goes, "Yeah, yeah whatever," just sticks it in. Yeah, because the yeah. more the more rods you put in, the more extensive explosion is going to be. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I, I know that I knew that C four and it's on didn't do anything. I've seen enough document, like I've watched World War documentaries. Yeah, and stuff, but I think but, that's what they were trying to do. He just went, "Yeah, fuck it," he just did it. Yeah, yeah, he just he just shoves it in, doesn't he? He thinks he's it. Um, and I love the bit where where that Dwayne uh, Johnson's like, "Oh, I'm going to nail him." Tell him he get because he they, he thinks he's giving Ellis up. He's like, he just gave him up, man. He just, sorry, Americans. He just gave him up, man. He just gave him up. That's just him. Pull the trigger yourself. And he's like, and, and Powell's like, oh, mate, why don't you wake up and smell what you're shoveling? Like, <laughs> do you think he's going to give a shit what, what, what you say? I mean, if he gets out of there alive, yeah. he, you know, he's, he's hurting all this. And then he says, uh, he's like, Sergeant, if you could, fi- if, if you want to go home, you can see yourself dismissed. And he's like, no, sir, you can drag me away. Like, <laughs> I, I love that. Um, and then this is where you get the whole the, the Hans Gruber bit where he's like he, he says to the, the police like I want Asian Dawn, I want this, that and the other and it's just an absolute list of just ridiculousness, he's like I read about the in Forbes magazine, because that German fella's like Asian Dawn, like, he, he like just think <laughs> of like, what are you talking about? He obviously knew um, that's just a stolen tactic, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, can I have all these, uh, can you get all these people out for me? Because um, I mean, I think John says that to, to Ali's like, did you catch that BS that yeah, he's like, what's going on? Um, and this is the point where I stopped making notes because uh, I got in the, my niece wanted to draw, so that's really, um, but it's such a good film. This, this happens sometimes, I don't know about you, but when I'm watching a film, I try to watch newer ones that I've never seen before. That was kind of yeah. the whole point of broadening my horizons a little bit. Um, but sometimes I'm enjoying a film, I don't make notes, I just think oh, I'll just. I'll just wing it. It'll be fine. And God, it's the amount of times I've seen this film. Ah, oh, Chris, um, I do that. But all my podcasts, I constantly wing. I don't write notes. I just get on the <laughs> get on the show and just yeah, talk about anything. So this is a normal see, for me, mate. Don't worry about that. Well, I see part of, part of the uh, I was going to say the charm, but Christ knows it's probably just the annoyance of mine is that my handwriting is <laughs> that scribbly. Um, 
the the sometimes I'm like, what what we're we talking about? What am I about there? I don't know what I'm about. <laughs> Hieroglyphics. Like, yeah, or I make the most like the in a couple a couple of podcasts back there was a bit where I was saying, oh, but you know, it's it's shot really well. It's really nicely shot. And I'm like, oh, that's the most inane comment I've ever put in my sorry, like because you're trying to make it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the cinematography it, is beautiful with the skylight. And yeah. like, what the hell? You sound like such yeah, a yeah. dish right now. <laughs> well, yeah, because I have uh I know someone who does kind of YouTube. Uh, well, I don't know him. I know him through like about four friends, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, who does like reviews uh, of films. And I tried to watch a few of them, but the, the very the kind of mm, <laughs> well, I know well, I don't well. I wouldn't. You could say that, but I think that they're just too high. Like, to they talk about well, and I won't normally, but they talk about you know they talk about like different like oh this shot style and the way this was in the frames and I'm like yeah I don't. That's a reason why in my reviews I don't start off with it's and I know some people do like film floggers who I love listening to they do this. Uh, they talk about it's got so much on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it stars this 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 and this. Yeah. And I think, and for me personally, I think well if you if you want to learn that stuff go and like google it or bing it or you know go and have a, i was gonna say ask jeeves it but how old's that go and find it somewhere else just go and have a look for it it's it, it won't matter like i'm not going to trial you through all of that because yeah. and plus what 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 does a what does a rating mean to you anyway what does somebody else's review mean to you some of my favorite films have been absolutely panned and i think did you did you know what you were watching yeah like, that's the thing i love about films they're so personal you could i could take the worst song i've ever seen in my life and say that was an absolute waste of my time. And somebody else could stand there vehemently and say, no, actually, it's a beautiful film for me because I saw it when I was this. I saw it. Like, so, for example, for me, it was like Batman and Robin, which I know nearly killed the franchise, right? But like, I got bought the video of that when I was like, I was in hospital as a kid, just for like some routine. Um, and and I love that film because it evokes that memory of me, like my dad yeah, exactly. coming. And they weren't cheap back then, mate. Like, I know, 20 quid, videos, they were, Yeah, especially newer ones. Like, they weren't cheap. Nah. It's probably we've probably got in the, ga- the garage somewhere. We've got stacks of videos that we we just don't want to don't want to chuck out. Every police academy, I think, <laughs> stuff like that. Good shit. Um, got no notes left. Stop looking at them. Doesn't matter. So yeah. So which bit were we up to? Oh yeah. So the FBI turn up, don't they? And yeah. they're even worse, even more obnoxious than uh, <laughs> the SWAT guy, the cop guy. Because the because co- the cop guy actually when they attack with the helicopters towards the end. He turns to Paul and he's like, Sarge, I don't like this. <laughs> Even he's like, Even like yeah, I don't like shit. this. Yeah, but you, just fly- that's a bit crazy because when they, when they got in the helicopter, you're like, what two FBI agents are going to go in a helicopter and start shooting? That doesn't happen. That's that, that's a little bit far-fetched. Yeah, and then they, yeah, and the guy, the guy's like, just like Saigon, eh, Slick? Um, and he's like, I was in junior high, dickhead. Like, yeah. there's that whole, like, there's that bit and you're like, this is a bit. And then he's like, Go low to the deck. We we we're supposed to have transport helicopters, not gunships. Yeah. And then you look at the helicopters, and they've got rocket launchers on the side, and you're like, surely if Hans was like looking at a helicopter like binoculars, he'd be like, Yeah, did, yeah, see, did no, an Apache flying at you, you know what I mean? You're like, that's not yeah. a transport chopper. Um, no, I mean but, uh, that, and they wouldn't have held all those hostages either. Nah. But also, as well, like the, I'd never thought about this before. Like Hans was gonna blow up the roof with all those people on it. Now, that's quite dark, like that's really dark. Because that's the point, isn't it? That's the point. Because he says they'll spend a month sifting through the rubble and we'll be sitting on a beach shining 20%. That's what he says, or 10% oh, yeah, of what he says. 10%, like, yeah. That's the whole that's the whole thing. Um, because I thought like, God, that's dark. Like, that's I, mean, I, know, dark like, yeah, I didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. He shot a few people, but that because because he says I'll blow the roof, and the guy's like, But Carl's up there. And sorry, German accent. And then <laughs> he, he's like, and he just like whacks it and the, the roof goes up. 
because uh, they're trying to, that's the famous bit because John McClane goes up there to get them down finds yeah. out Holly's been kidnapped by them and like he's firing in the air and then that guy's like oh there's a guy shooting on t- sh- uh, there's a terrorist shooting a hostage he's like no he's not he's shooting in the air yeah he's just like, shooting the air he's like he's there like like this like wait, oh, I'm doing it again podcast sorry people he's like waving his gun in the air like shooting in the air isn't he <laughs> and you're like what are you talking about no he's not uh, but yeah and that because he ties himself with the uh the fire hose doesn't that's he? It, he goes the through roof. the window. That's a pretty cool scene. I like that stunt to be clear. Yeah. He's just when he especially when he's like kind of he's against the glass, he has to swing himself out and then back yeah. in. Shoot, and it, yeah, and shoot and at it. Yeah, and that that's suspense and all that sort of stuff in it. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, that's pretty great. cool. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Cool. And the bit with the bit like the bit with the feet, like I like how the, the whole thing about getting him him being shoeless, yeah, is it, he never like gets to that bit. Like he, the first bit when he kills the first guy, he's like Te- nine million terrorists in the world and I have to kill one with feet smaller than my sister and then <laughs> um, but then later on he, he ne- this is another thing like he never checks anybody else's shoes ever again like yeah, he, just, he never takes any of the terrorists accepts it but to be fair to him I think if you watch it in the majority of them he needs he kill, he shoots a couple of terrorists and he needs to get out of there he doesn't have time yeah, whereas the out. first guy he kills they don't know he's around yet do they nah. so I will I, I don't think the logic is stretched for that I don't think like it's a mistake. Mm, fair. But uh but apparently you are like rubber, like fake rubber like soles. Oh right, okay. you can you can see in some scenes, apparently. I mean I've uh, never yeah. I can't say I've ever spotted them. Um, but I think there's there's definitely and he did a lot of his own stunts Bruce with us as well, which I think lends a good cred- credibility to the film. Yeah, fair I like it when him, people yeah. do that. Um unless like they end up knackered later on. <laughs> I think that happens to people like Daniel Craig, Brendan Fraser, people who do their own stunts, Harrison Ford, people who do their own stunts. Like they end up absolutely knackered later on. Like the oh, back yeah. and yeah, you know, they get smashed up, don't uh, they? Yeah, absolutely. Like I think Brendan Fraser's had operations and all sorts. Yeah, I know Daniel Craig has as well. Yeah, well, same with Tom Cruise as well. He's done the same. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Have you seen he's just done it? I read it in the I was gonna say the paper, but it was on, online. But he did that one, he's like hanging, he's not hanging upside down, the plane's upside down. He's sat on the bottom of the wing, which yeah, is like, I see that. yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. I was thinking, oh god. I mean, that's the thing, those those Mission Impossible films, like he really goes above and beyond with those, doesn't he? Oh, he's love it. I love it. You've seen the one when he the last film when he smashed his ankle up when he jumped from roof to roof and he <gasps> Yeah, because they had it on Graham Norton, didn't they? That's they it. showed that like the thing horrible looking. And Simon Pegg was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I haven't seen it. But no, the thing is though, he, he like uh, Simon Pegg goes, yeah, but Graham, but watch what happens afterwards. He gets up and, and he runs walks. on a broken... And he, he literally he destroyed his ankle, smashed any oh, bits, and he's yeah. still running. Yeah. His foot went to like a... Well, a 90 degree angle or so. Or what, yeah. got, like a hundred... Oh, Jesus Christ, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's nasty. Um, yeah. <laughs> One of those people like, oh, no, when you just don't want to watch it. Um, yeah, what happens after that? Yeah, so then he... So this is the thing about him getting proper dinged up. Because uh, yeah, well, up. he gets shot, doesn't he? He gets shot in the back, like in yes. the shoulder by uh, Carl, which is because in this film he really does get torn up. Because mm. towards the end he starts off and he gets even more, he gets even more dishevelled. He gets grubbier and grubbier. And then I was, I always wondered where, where did his vest go? But he uses that to tie up his feet. Yeah. So that's where his vest goes. Because oh yeah, that that makes sense. Because at the end when he like limps down that walkway and he's like Harley and she she's like she looks at him she's like Jesus like what the hell like, as if, like, what the hell's up to you and then he uses the he uses the, the gun, gun you know with the tape on the back of his yeah his grip. but I watched it I don't know if you've ever, if you ever watched them I, I uh the pitch meetings you know for uh 
oh, is it Screen Rant that does them? So yeah. You watch the YouTube videos of that. There's one of those where it says, oh, we can just make it, where they make this joke about just making a film, a Christmas film by throwing a few Christmas trees in it. There's a bit where, you know, the helicopter flies down the building and blows up and John, like, die. He gets back to the third. He dives under the water fountain thing. There's a bit where he runs upstairs and a Christmas tree just falls over behind him, just falls over. <laughs> and then, like, there's this little Christmas jingle as if, like, yeah, it's still Christmas, remember? Still Christmas, yeah. Um, but I like the I, gun. When, when, he, when he went down with the, the gun, strapped to his back. I like how they, they kind of made a, a slight homage to that in uh, Die Hard 4, but he's obviously he's the opposite way, but he does like some clever and sneaky to obviously kill the bad guy. And he's, he's got the he's got the, 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 the pistol strapped to his back there when the first one. Uh-huh. In Die Hard 4, he's got, he's obviously been and uh, he's got the guy behind him. Yeah, yeah, and he knows he's been shot there, and he just sticks the gun yeah, and in there, and just, it, he? He just shoots and shoots because yeah. he knows it. And I think that's that. I think that's a little bit of a slight homage to the first one. I'm like, yeah, because he's ah. he's doing something clever. I see. I'd never thought about that. I do like the fourth one. I know it went a little bit. It went a little bit silly. Um, it went a little bit silly with the whole, you know, the bit where he was riding on top of the the, the jet fighter, and <laughs> um, it went a little bit. He went a little bit kind of bald Terminator. But apart from that, it, sorry, no offense, but yeah, uh, <laughs> he, um, he. Um, he uh, yeah, that I shouldn't have made a joke about being bald. Too. Sorry, everybody out there. Um, <laughs> how? What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that title? How to uh, make friends and influence people or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't, yeah. So um, there's there's that whole bit. I did like that. That was that was pretty cool. But I'd never thought about that. About that yeah, about so that I thought that was quite cool. It's cool the way he did it when he just ripped it off and he, he gets Holly because you can tell he, he he's got faith in his wife there when he goes a Holly duck or something like that. And she does she duck or does she hit him or something like that? Yeah, she duck she ducks because he shoots the he shoots the security the potential security guy in the head. Yeah, and then he he shoots like she ducks and he shoots hands through the stomach. That's it. Uh, yeah, and he goes just through the window and he falls out, and because he's like got all of a watch because that's, that's what he's trying that's to undo. Yeah, 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 isn't yeah. he? And then he drops. But that made that bit like I know it's the green screen bit, but you don't notice it. Great, it's good effects. And then great effect. But the that, bit yeah. afterwards where the guy's like falling, whoever the stunt guy is, like, that's an actual person falling from a yeah. building. I don't know. That's how when the they did it. The old, the old school one where you had like the big inflatable pillow underneath, and yeah, that's when you could amazing. get away with it until health and safety went mental. I probably it's a good thing because if they didn't do that, yeah, oh, mate, but look, look at yeah, but look at yeah. Speaking of which, though, I mean, I, I haven't watched it, but I do watch a, a YouTuber who reviews them. Uh, the Batwoman series. Hey, did you see what happened on that? Like a guy, <laughs> was it a woman? A stunt person, either way. Um, doesn't matter. A stunt person like ended up paralysed because a mistake was oh, made yeah, um, so. on like a TV show. I, that ne- that should never happen. I don't care what film it is or what TV series it is or how amazing it is or how much everyone's looking forward to it. No one should ever like have to pay those. Yeah, pay that price. It happened on Diet. Fully enough, it happened on Diet 4. It happened to a stunt, it happened to a stunt guy on that. Apparently he fell onto concrete. Not not from that high, but he fell onto concrete or something. He was Bruce Willis' stunt double because Bruce Willis, oh, really? I think from the trivia I read, I think Bruce Willis um, paid his like hospital bill and went to visit him. And oh, that's cool. I think the guy was okay long term. I think he was okay, but, but yeah. he was like seriously injured. It's part, um, part of the Bruce, job with a stuntman, though, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's just that's so. why they get paid danger money and um, shit, you know. Good, yeah. But Bruce Willis also had his uh, his brow uh, his. His brow bone exposed in the fourth one as well. Do you know when he fights? Um, I can never remember her name. He fights the uh, the main guy's girlfriend. Oh, he, it's a it's some Wu in it. It's Jenny Wu or someone. Yeah. I think it is. I, I might be completely like missing that. that up. No, no. Um, I can't remember her name. Damn it, I'm usually good at names. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, when she kicks him with the heels because she's like karate because he like says enough of this kung fu crap. Um, because she kicks him in the head. And uh, she the the heel caught his brow bone and they could see his, like his Whoa. brow bone because apparently in some of the scenes you can see like 
the stitches because you know they oh, film wow. out, out of order, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. they? Yeah, they do that, um, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, which bit did we get to? Yeah, so he shoots him, and then the, the oh, guy. And I like, like, yeah, he drops like a stone, and then there's the bit where the the sergeant guys like. Oh yeah, when the helicopter crashes, yeah, yeah. the sergeant guy's like, "Oh, looks like we're going to need a few more FBI guys, I guess." And like Powell looks at him like, uh, "Oh, we've missed out. Uh, we've missed out the uh, one of breath mint when the FBI turn up." It's oh, like right, one yeah, of breath yeah, mint. Yeah. But no, he drops. And this is what I like about this film. Like, there's logic at every single step. Like, the 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 guy like, there's no cheering or anything when hands falls. The the sergeant's like, "Oh dear God, I hope that's not a hostage." Because you yeah, just see, you, you hear her scream and you see him fall. I mean, you can hear her scream from down there, but you can't hear gunshots. Who knows? Ooh. I don't know. Who am I to question? Who am I to question this film? But uh, and then, uh, oh well, he has that big fight with her car, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he, that, he, gets, he gets mashed up, doesn't he? He gets mashed yeah. up. What did he? Does he hang up at the end of it? He, he kind of chokes. Yeah, him, he like he? wraps. Yeah, he wraps him yeah. up, hangs him, and like Reeves him. these. Yeah, because uh, they bring his body down at the end, and he's not dead, is he? Well, that's a, that's a lot about foreshadowing, because obviously, been when the copper had the 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 chat, and he goes, "Oh, why are you not with this?" Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Oh, I, oh, I yeah. shot a kid, and I've never shot my yeah. gun since." And that's yeah. where, at the end of it, he's the one that you're like, "Ah, mental, love that." Yeah, and then there's also the bit straight after that where Agar breaks through the fence, <laughs> and uh, Al, Al turns around with his gun straight away, as if Freddie and like John, me. like get, he's like, "Nice, me mate, you're all right." Uh, and then they, they jump in and they... Oh, see, the, you missed oh, the, no, the, the badass the moment from Holly. Oh, yeah, go on, mate. No, I'll give you the honour of that one. Proper right yeah, cross. Like, but yeah, but, um, yeah, but, but John almost goes for the the um, the LAPD guy because he's like, I, I want a word with you, I want a report and this, that and the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And John goes, like, yeah. flinches so like, forward. Nope. And that's when, that's when Carl jumps up. And he's like, Mr. McLean, can we get... An, and she just smacks him right in the mouth. Um, that's what I like about the second one as well, though. Oh, oh absolutely smacks him on. And that's what I, I like about the, the second one. Like, they address that. Because I often think that in films. Like, if... if oh, hang on. My, it says, Mike, your internet connection is unstable. Why the hell has it done that? Right, oh, yeah. I must, I must explain this, mate, before, in case I get cut off. Um, the the internet that we're with has been dodgy all day. Like it's apparently it's like nationwide or something like that. Okay. Uh, so I should have said that at the beginning. Anyway, if it's not, damn it, I was in the middle of a good story there. It's good. It's good. <laughs> what the hell was I talking about? The second. At least one. I'm still here, I suppose. But he says he says the second one. When, oh yeah, um... yeah, 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 yeah. I like the fact that they follow. Like, do you know how? Like, if, if I'm if I, I whatever happens, if I met you in the street and I, I cracked you on and I knocked out two of your teeth, that's gonna come back on me. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like uh, it, and sometimes in films, and then when they have sequels, they kind of don't address that. You think surely there'd be that would get followed up, and they do in the second one because he's got a restraining order on it. That's it. That's um, it. When they're on the plane, but isn't it funny though? Because the this film starts in a, in a in an airport as well. Mm. Because I reckon you know the bit where it comes, the titles come and says Die Hard, the music, yeah, the beautiful it's in the, yeah, it's the plane comes down, plays. Yeah, um, that that could you could take that from the second one. You could say, oh, which title, you know, what what opening bits yeah. this, and you you might think it was the second one. But yeah, I like the second one. I really do. So I almost said, oh, we'll do the second one, but you can't. I, I can't do that. I can't review like the second one and then not without doing the first <laughs> one. It's just wrong, isn't it? <laughs> and that's it. And that's Die Hard. Yeah, um, oh, I I can't say how long we've been going. I don't I don't. Uh, Good hour fifteen. Not too bad. We did a, Jesus, an awesome film. Not bad at all. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's an absolute cracker. Um, and I do personally, might as well go for it, mate. Um, I do think it's a Christmas film. It is. I definitely watch film. it. If you're listening to this, I you don't think it's a Christmas it. film. What are you doing with your life? 
yeah, and you listen to this, so what are you doing with life anyway? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, you're listening to two guys, uh, two guys drawn on. Well, it's usually just one. There you go. But uh, no, I'd, uh, well, yeah, um, but no, I, I, uh, I don't know if I've got any more to say. I don't think so. Have you got any more points? It's all good. Best film. Great eighties film. Yeah. Watch it. If yeah, you've not seen it, give it a go. But yeah. If you don't if you have watched it, if you've not watched it in a while, give it a watch. It's Christmas time. You might as well. Give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I mean it's not the film that screams Christmas to me. That's like Home Alone 2, I think. Or The Great Escape. Those are kind of quintessential films. Fair play. And Fair Zulu. Play. I don't know. I mean, I mean I mean, I think it's because it always used to get played around Christmas, so Christmas when I was younger. Yeah. Like I God knows why. I'd, I'd, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna get into that. I don't know why anybody ever thinks that's a Christmas film. It's always on at Christmas because <laughs> the theme tune, like whenever I hear it. That's it. That's it. Um, cool. But no. But uh, yeah, so do you just want to give a little bit more information about your podcast, probably? I know of course you I can. Of course you? I can. Plug mine. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the Walk the Lane podcast. It's uh, available on all major platforms and on YouTube. We do a video version of it on YouTube. Type it in there. It's an interview show. I get random guests to come on, talk about the stories, about what they're up to, and yeah, it's good fun. It's been going for 18 months. We're hitting some good stuff. So yeah, get a chance. Hit me up on yeah, the What The Line podcast and also on Instagram, which is the What The Line podcast official. Hit me up. Yeah. That uh, no, yeah, that's see my my sign offs are never as professional as that. Because you, you started during the uh, the did you start during the first lockdown, the first UK? Lockdown? Yeah, I started during the lockdown. Just say, just lots of get people seem to, didn't they? Yeah, but I think it's all a bit. I imagine a lot of people could have died off, but I just got into it. I just like doing it. Yeah, I'm in my 50th 50th episode yesterday, so yeah. um, yeah, so do you know, do you know what this will be for me? No, what number this will be for me? God, this is for this is 49. Oh, Jesus do, you know what, do you know what I started? Do you know what I started doing this? 10th of 10th of October, I started doing this. Jesus <laughs> but Christ. I had I had seven days off because we, we had loads of holidays stacked up. So I had seven days. They said, take them by the end of the year or you lose them. Can we have the money? No, you need to take them. So I thought, right, yeah. well, so I had seven days off, and then I had like 10 days off or nine days off. Yeah. So I just I was like knocking out like two or three day uh, film reviews, I should say, at uh, at that point. So I managed to get a lot out there because I was saying to you before, I might, I did accidentally did what you're supposed to do, which is put out a lot of content. Yeah. Well, I mean, decent content. I think I've certainly refined it a little bit since I first started. Um, I hope. Um, but yeah, so I was going to plug my own, but I'm on my own. I'm on my own channel. But um, yeah, if you want to review this podcast, you can go to uh, podchaser.com. Are you, are you on that one? What's that? It's podchaser.com. It's like, I heard it described as the IMD, IMDB of like, podcast you know to try to be kind of like yeah. i mean i'll check podcast. that one out i'll have a look then. yeah so we're on that one we're on uh, sorry i'm on that one i'm on good pods i'm on instagram just search review it yourself and i'm also on what's the other one twitter twitter as well if you want me to do any uh, reviews just let me know i don't mind uh, doing doing any i'll do film tv documentaries i accidentally did a full tv series review and then realized that i was supposed to be a film podcast but you know you go where you want and i think if people <laughs> want to listen to you there they'll they'll listen to you won't they but uh, thanks it. thanks very much for coming on ryan i really appreciate it especially uh especially uh late on nah, i um, appreciate that no nah, it's been good fun i've enjoyed it yeah as have i and uh i hope uh I hope we can review another film again soon and if you if you want somebody to come on and give a well, I mean, I've I've listened to a few of your podcasts, and I thought, God, I don't have anything to rival any of these guys. You, you've had some pretty impressive people on there. I was thinking, I don't know what I'd say. Ah, you'd be all right. We'll get you back. We'll get you on at some point. You can just chat about films yeah. and just chat about anything. Get a few beers, doers, and just yeah. go crazy. Oh, absolutely. Well, I was I was going to do that, you know, but then because I wasn't on the I wasn't on work until late tomorrow. I'm in a job where I can't. 
be hung over. Well, it, all jobs can't be hung over, but especially the one I did. Um, <laughs> and then I, a lad said, oh, can you switch to the early? So I'm up at seven. So I'm at work for seven. So oh, that oh. that knocked that on the head. Also, mate, usually I start at five, so I'm not, I'm not too fussed that I have to be in for seven. I know. That's brutual. That's brutal. But yeah, it is. sometimes it is. But but uh, but thanks very much for uh, for coming on. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you.